Hey everybody, welcome to the For the Win podcast. I am Hemel Javeri. It is Tuesday and joining me today is our managing editor and special guest star, Nina Mandel. Special guest star. This is super exciting. I feel like we don't have you on the podcast enough. That's true because I run away when you ask me. That's true. You do try to hide when I ask you. Um, so it has been a garbage fire of the past couple of weeks. Just not great. Not great. Not great. Everything going on. The world is a terrible, stressful, stressful place right now. And we should say that we are relatively lucky. Like we, you know, in the sports world, we don't deal with the news 24 seven. Um, but because things have been so tense, uh, let's try to focus on some good stuff. Yeah. Like fall. Like fall. It's fall. Sort of. It's going to be 80 in D.C. this weekend, but right now it's fall. So I will tell you a personal story that probably has no place in this podcast, oh, but it's good, is that a ex-boyfriend used to ask me like what my favorite month was, and I always used to say, oh, it's May. Because That's a bad answer. Yeah, and, and he was always like, no, it's got to be October. October is the greatest month. And he would always talk about how it's because it's MLB postseason NBA season is right around the corner. Football has started. The weather is changing. And I think I'm starting to agree with him. I think October is the best month. Yeah, I think that's right for all the reasons he listed. Plus, like, you get to think about your Halloween costume and all the candy you're going to eat on Halloween. And, you know, it's just in D.C. at least, like, October weather is absolutely the best weather of the year. Yeah, and it's also pumpkin spice latte time, which you're a fan of. <laughs> no. So I wrote this earlier on For the Win. Yeah. Um, that I do love pumpkin spice lattes, but one day I made the mistake of looking at the sugar count on it, and it's really bad for you. It's like all the sugar that you could possibly need for an entire day, and then so I quit pumpkin spice lattes, cold turkey. But if a certain former boss of ours is, li- <laughs> is listening to this, I drink them every day. <laughs> See, you you only, but you still like them, though. You yeah, only stopped drinking good. them because of the sugar count. Yeah, they're still good. Like, good job, Starbucks. They are so good. <laughs> Uh, so Nina, you're headed off to Minneapolis tomorrow for the WNBA finals. I am. That's a great fun thing. Yeah. This, yeah. This is another really good thing about October because for this year and last year, we've had two of the best WNBA finals series. And I know there's a lot of people who just tuned out right now, but I promise you (laughs) it's worth it. Um, So the WNBA made this change in the playoff structure before the 2016 season that made it so that instead of having the West and the East, like the NBA does, you can just have the two best teams. So they have these two teams, the Sparks and the Lynx, who are both emerging dynasties, while the Lynx are already kind of a dynasty. And they put on these amazing finals series. Last year, it came down to a back and forth minute with a game winning shot by the and it was Candace Parker's first championship and it was amazing this year um a bunch of the Lynx players are getting a little older so they're looking for what might be their last or second to last finals and it's just been an amazing series and now we're going to game five and I think it'll be another amazing deciding game so the WNBA goes to five games yeah it goes to five games okay well that's good and I'm glad that you get to go for it yeah I'm pretty excited (laughs) who's um who's your favorite to win who's your pick So I think that's the other great thing about this series is that nobody really has any idea. Um, Every every game has been back and forth, and neither team has won two games in a row. Um, In game four, the Lynx looked a lot better on the boards. They out-rebounded the Sparks 48-28, to I believe, but you just never know what's going to happen. I mean, Candace Parker and Eka Gumake are two really, really good players, and they're impossible to count out, so we will see. That's awesome. See, that's exciting. That's a fun, good thing happening in fall. Uh, The NHL season starts tomorrow, Wednesday, which is great for hockey fans. 
and good for me too because I like hockey. I think it's going to be really fun. Um, I think we've got a long way to go with NHL. One of my things is that I don't like making predictions because everything always turns out completely opposite. But I feel very safe in saying that the Stanley Cup uh, will go to the Pittsburgh Penguins again. That is... <laughs> who's the second most likely team? Like, who's going to challenge them the most? Um, God, that's a good question. Uh, just going by what we have seen... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that I don't know who's going to challenge them on the West Coast, but I will say that I think the Toronto Maple Leafs are going to have like a breakout year. Like I think that by the end of this season, they're going to, I don't want to say stop being a laughing stock, but they're, they're going to be a very, very good team, I think. So that's a good thing, a team not being a laughing stock, especially yeah. when it's like a traditional powerhouse, right? Yeah, I I actually think Toronto is going to be really fun. I think that Austin Matthews is going to be great. I'm very excited for Americans to get to get to know Austin Matthews and fall in love with him. I think there'll be a lot of confusion because he plays in Toronto and he plays hockey that people are going to have a hard time realizing that he's actually American and he's not Canadian. But that he, is confusing. For yes. Us. Right. It is very confusing. Um, but yeah, I think that'll be really fun. So those are two two good things. You know what else I'm excited about for fall? Yes. Dwayne Wade and LeBron James are back together. They yeah. are back together. And they have the best romance in the NBA. Maybe not the best. Like the Stash Brothers are pretty good. But watching them be together at press conferences <laughs> and they're just so giddy happy. It's so cute. So that was going to be my other question. I was going to ask you who you think the best NBA bromance is. Is it LeBron and D-Wade? See, this is... You know, I've been thinking about this for a while. How okay. long? I think you know that. <laughs> I think I do know that. So I think LeBron and D-Wade are kind of like traditional best friends. Like if you had a best friend, like that's LeBron and D-Wade. But then there's Enos Cantor and Steven Adams, um, mm -hmm. formerly of the Thunder. And I thought they were the, you know, a really good pair of friends. They had all the Instagram posts going. They even had a, identical mustaches. They had a lot of really funny jokes that they shared with all of us. But then Cantor got traded and Steven Adams, when asked about it, you know, I think if it was any other good friend pair, he would have been devastated. But yeah. he was just like, I don't know, man, he's not dead. I'm going to see him tomorrow. Oh. So that was like a little disappointing to me. That is a little disappointing. Oh, I'm trying to think of uh, hockey bromances. I'm trying to think of my favorite NHL pairing. I don't know. I'll have to come back to that one because uh, there, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Um, but yeah, LeBron and D-Wade, they, they posted, whose Instagram was it? Was it? on LeBron's where they were just like chilling back with some wine while their kids were like <laughs> screaming in the background. Yeah. And I imagine that's what they do. Like, I want to know if D-Wade even bothered getting a house in Cleveland or he just stays in LeBron's house. Oh. LeBron has a huge house. D-Wade's not going to be there for that long. Like, I don't think they ever sold their house in Miami. So like, why not just like hang out? In where are they LeBron's based? Mansion? Where are they based? Where? D-Wade. Like him and Gabrielle Union. Are they like splitting time? I don't know. Um, Are they based in Miami? I think that they're based in Miami, but I think he might not say that. But I remember last year when he um, signed with Chicago, which was supposed to be him going home, he apologized mm -hmm. to Gabby Union and he said, you know, baby, I know you just built your dream house. I'm really sorry. But I think that pretty early into Chicago, he knew it wasn't going to go very well. So I doubt they really sold her dream house. So I'm guessing they're still mostly based there. Or maybe they just kind of travel as a pack with LeBron and Chris Paul and go on banana boats. Yeah, that's true. That banana boat story was also pretty funny. And that's a good fall thing. Yeah, yeah. that D-Wade still hasn't escaped the <laughs> banana boat. And is still, did you read that interview with Rachel Nichols? I did. <laughs> where he said that he never wanted to get on it. And Gabby Union was like, it'll be fine. Nobody will see you guys. And now we look at it all the time. It is a great 
great photo though you can only you can only hope to have a photo like that with like your four best friends or whatever it is do you have any photos like that with your four best friends would you go on a banana boat uh you know me I hate fun (laughs) there's no way I would go on a banana boat (laughs) the most miserable human being alive cool so if you're a banana boat sponsor please send us on a banana boat trip (laughs) you would though you would go on a banana boat absolutely go on a banana boat I I would not um I don't know. I think we've got some really good photos, but none of us like doing crazy things. Not or not crazy things that we would take pictures of. <laughs> That's really smart. Yeah. Uh yeah, you're a banana boat person. I give you that. You're 100%. a 100%. Pumpkin spice latte banana boat person. I would not drink a pumpkin spice latte and banana boat. But the grocery store under my house um now sells ice pumpkin spice lattes in cans, so it's like pretty exciting. <laughs> Should I ever get that chance? <laughs> to go on a banana boat. Uh, so the other good part about fall is Halloween. And yeah. players have a lot of really interesting traditions. The dressing up is is always good. Yeah. Who is your favorite Halloween costume player? Oh, always PK Subban. Why? Because he always does really great Halloween costumes. Like last year he was Michael Jackson from Thriller. And he, like, he effing nailed it. Like it was so, so good. So PK Subban is is right up there. What are you going to be for Halloween? Oh, I, do you think I dress up? <laughs> How old am I? <laughs> I don't know. You live in a neighborhood. Maybe kids come by and you like put on like a hat or something. No, I'm I'm I love handing out candy and I love Halloween, but I generally don't dress up. My niece, my my cousin's kid, who I call my niece, her birthday. She's a Halloween baby, so her birthday is on Halloween. And every year they have a party and you have to dress up. So for the past like couple of years, we've we've had to like put together costumes. And it's been um, let's just say that it's been an ask. Like I'm like, all right, I really love you. So I will dress up for your party. Does your cousin listen to this podcast? <laughs> no, she's like, no, no. Oh, you mean like her parents? Yeah. No, her parents don't. They would not be surprised. I don't hide my disdain for that. <laughs> There's they, they know me. <laughs> Support for the For the Win podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. That's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. It's simple, allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, with Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com FTW. That's rocketmortgage.com FTW. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. Um, what about Beasley? Uh, so Michael Beasley is my other favorite NBA story. He uh, is with the Knicks now, and um, he's been talking a lot, which is great because apparently what goes on inside Michael Beasley's head is like a little different than what goes inside <laughs> the rest of our heads. No judgment, Michael Beasley. We're all rooting for him to have a great season this season. Um, but so far in the past couple of weeks, he's spoken about 
how he thinks that the person who realized that we use 10% of our brains has to use 11% of his brain um, (laughs) because there's no way he would know that. He had pretty much the best take on the NCAA scandal saying, how did you guys not think this was corrupt before? Which, to be fair, most sports writers and I think fans know there's something going on there. Um, And he's just, you know, he's a quotable dude. And I'm excited for him to be in the New York media. (laughs) I mean, it sounds good. And I talked about this with Corman last uh, last Friday, I think it was on that on the podcast that NBA players just have so much more personality. And I don't know if it's because of the culture of the NBA that kind of uh, lets them be more themselves, like out in the public and out in media. But I think it makes fans, it just makes them so much more accessible. Like, it just draws fans to them. Like, this Beasley stuff is incredible. LeBron and D-Wade just, like, living their lives together in front of everybody in social (laughs) media is awesome. There's just not a lot of that in the NHL, which I find pretty disappointing. Yeah, I was going to say, there is some of that in the NFL. I mean, if you look at Travis Kelsey's Mm -hmm. um, end zone dance, it was last night, I think, and then he's replying to tweets about it today, saying that he learned it in high school and things like that. I think there's some funny NFL players, at least. But. Yeah, there's, and tennis has Serena Williams. Yeah. So who I, you know, I think like Serena Williams actually is almost past just a tennis player, right? Yeah. Don't you think so? I feel like she's definitely more like the Tom Brady personality size now. Definitely, except I think she has a lot more like open personality than Tom Brady would yeah. ever show. <laughs> but her baby, that's another, I know her baby was born in summer, but that's another good fall thing that we get to see more cute pictures of her baby. That's true. We're very pro-baby here at FTW. Yeah. <laughs> Send us pictures of your babies. Or of Ted Berg's baby. <laughs> that's true. If you see Ted Berg's baby on about. <laughs> Send us photos. Guys, please don't stalk Ted. Um <laughs> Or his baby. Or his baby. That's true. We don't want to do that. Uh, Yeah. So let's go back to my NHL favorite bromances. Oh, this is still super tough. I got to think. Um, you don't have like a mental list of bromances in your head? Because well, mine's like constantly updating. They've, they keep changing. And Why do they keep changing? Well, it's, it becomes difficult. Like uh, because like players will keep getting traded or they'll like leave the league. So it becomes kind of sad. Um. I because it used to be like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves were a very good like uh, odd couple bromance because they were so different but they used to play on the same line together and they had really great chemistry on the ice but then off the ice they were complete opposites uh, um, and that was always a fun dynamic to to watch uh, I think that uh, God who else is out there oh uh, Dallas Stars Jamie Ben Tyler Sagan again kind of opposites. Uh, you know, Jamie Benn is very straight lay, straightforward. Tyler Sagan has much more of an open personality. And uh, when Tyler Sagan got traded to Dallas from Boston, it was really funny to watch those two interact and, like, become best friends in Dallas. You know, two people that you would never put together. So those are two really good ones, I think. They're not they're not at the D-Wade LeBron level, though. <laughs> I don't think anyone's at the D-Wade LeBron level. <laughs> I don't know. I agree with that. Um, what else you got about fall? I don't know. But going back to bromance real quick, how do you think you make friends on a sports team? Like, do you just like, like, I've heard stories about guys like walking in the locker room and it's like the first day of school. Is it just the first person who's nice to you or like somebody makes a funny joke? Because I think it's probably like making friends in high school. But, you know, you're all like a little more grown up and a lot richer. Oh, God, that's such a good question. I feel like we should ask. That's a great reporting question (laughs) (laughs) to actually ask an athlete. Uh, I feel like the captain has a lot to do with it, right? Like, shouldn't the captain take the lead in welcoming the newbie t- to the team? 
Yeah, I think that makes sense. Or if you're a veteran player, I so I'm totally, I don't mean to steal someone's work because this is not mine, but I read a story about how when Richard Jefferson came to the Cavs, he just like plopped down next to LeBron and was like, hey, Kev, come here. Like, come. And like, that's how like he became friends with Kevin Love, where he just was an older player. Mm-hmm. And then he started going over his house and making him make food for him all the time. And that's how they, they became friends. So, yes, I don't know. But like making friends when you're older is harder. So, yes, I think that that is definitely something that happens in the NHL is that veterans on the team, <clears throat> excuse me, veterans on the team will take a younger player under their wing just because you know, when, when guys get drafted into the leagues, they're very young. They're like 19 years old. Um, and there's a lot of uh, good stories about, I think, James Neal, when we when he was with Pittsburgh, lived next to uh, one of the players and would just be at their house for like every single meal, like <laughs> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that, that's part of it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What else is good about fall, though? Um, running weather. It is really good running weather. It's really good running weather. Yeah. If you like to run. (laughs) You used to like to run. (laughs) I used to like to run, but I mean, I still like to run, but I don't run as much as you, which I find uh, difficult. I know, but it's really just because I've had like this renaissance in playing soccer. And so it's like beer league soccer, basically, but you can't really be good even at beer league soccer unless you're in really good shape. So you have to run because I want to score goals. Cause like one time last season I scored a goal and it was literally the best thing I've done <laughs> this year. Uh, we talked about this all the time, but the one thing I, I want to do is score a goal in any kind of sport or dunk a basketball. Like I think it'd be really cool to dunk a basketball. But yeah, I don't think we're gonna be able to dunk a basketball. I would be willing to have a little bit of help. You can you can lower the rim. You can have somebody lift me up, or you can or if there's a trampoline involved, I'm okay with it. You know, it's really depressing though, as a five seven female, is when I ask one of my favorite questions to NBA players is, "What's the first time you dunked?" And they'll tell mm. me about this time when they were like fourteen. Yeah, and, <laughs> and they finally got up there, and I'm like, "Yeah, me too, man." <laughs> So. Yeah, 14. That's awesome. Wait, are you 5'7? Yeah. God dang it. I'm 5'2. That's not Oh, fun. I don't think you're. Maybe you could wear heels and like get on champ. Like the Wizards guys who like get on the trampoline and just go. People who are listening to our podcast can't see me <laughs> demonstrating the Wizards guy who is jumping on the trampoline and going into the basket, but they're very good. They're very, very good. Now, I don't know. We'll have to figure out. That's a, that's a bucket list item for me. So I'll have to figure out how to make that happen. Uh, same thing with scoring a goal, like in hockey. Like, I definitely want to be able to do that. Wait, didn't you do that when we went to um, Fan Day for the I Caps? shot the puck. But when it didn't go in. It went nowhere near the net. Uh, <laughs> and it was very hard. <laughs> and my arms got very tired very quickly. <laughs> so that's the thing we should work on. <laughs> that seems honestly more attainable than dunking a basketball. Probably. What other sports thing would you do? Um, I want to be able to hit a baseball. Yeah. Yeah. This I don't have any sports traps, okay? Don't don't at me about how I shouldn't write about sports because I've never played sports. <laughs> I don't want to hear it, guys. <laughs> uh but yes, I'd like to be able to hit a baseball. That would be kind of dope. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. Uh speaking about that, MLB postseason. Yeah, so that's exciting. That's super exciting. I generally I will say, look, we we work in sports and there's a lot of sports going on, so I generally don't pay attention to a lot of regular season baseball, but I start to tune in for postseason. 
Yeah, same. And I also ask our baseball writer, like, for the first two months of the season, if my team um, is going to make it to the postseason. And then when they don't, I definitely stop watching. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I think this is going to be a good postseason. I mean, the Cubs had a good comeback from a pretty crappy start. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun to see what the Indians do again. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Uh, do you think the Nationals are – what the, the Nationals face the Cubs, right? I think so. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I think it's the Nationals versus Cubs. If we're wrong, then please send me hate Sorry. mail. Um, you think the Nationals are going to win? Um, I think I think whatever Ted Berg thinks. <laughs> um, I don't know. But one thing I do want to say about the Nationals that makes me really happy is Sean Doolittle and Irene Dolan. Oh, yes. They loved, and they are, I don't know them. I've never met them. But yes. they are my favorite baseball couple. They are so great on Twitter. They seem like super fun people. Their weddings seem super fun and their whole like... Oh, hey, we got married on our day off is awesome. Also, I learned when I was writing that story today that before they got engaged, Smash Mouth was tweeting at them asking when they were getting engaged and when they did get engaged, if they could play at the wedding. (laughs) So I'm super curious if Smash Mouth came to the courthouse with them. So I have, uh, like you have a mental list of uh, NBA bromances. I have a mental list of celebrity couples that I'd be really sad if they broke up. Yeah. And top of the list is uh david and victoria beckham yeah i would be devastated if i mean i feel like after all the things that they probably should have broken up over they're still together like i think you're good I, yeah i hope so um but yes sean doolittle and uh his now wife yeah. are my absolute favorites like i love them i think they'd just be super cool to hang out with if you're listening to this podcast sean doolittle has been on the podcast before he, so he I talk to Ted. Subscribes, <laughs> and listens all the time. Come over, let let us let us hang out with you because I think we would have fun. Yeah, just like <laughs> your next afternoon off. You know, like first afternoon off, get married. Second afternoon off, hang out with Nina and Hemel. That's true. You I like will. this podcast is just turning into us begging people to hang out with I us. I know we That's do great. have other friends. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay. Well, to go back earlier, I was right. It is Ted Rota wrote an article. Ted Berg that the Cubs will face the Nationals on Friday. Um, and he has seven reasons that they might win the World Series. But I think he's doing one of those for every team. He is, which yeah. you should read. They're all very good. And they're I all very good. I forgot to read the Cubs one today. <laughs> so I'm, I'm based in D.C., but I'm definitely not a homer. So I'm going to go ahead and say I'm rooting for the Cubs. So I'm, I, like, I'm not trying to be a fair journalist. I'm not rooting for either of them because I th- think they're both good stories. <clears> but I think that um, seeing the Cubs repeat after like all the things that Cubs fans went through for the past hundred years would be a lot of fun. Um, I think that's a very fair prediction. I also went to school in Chicago, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, um, you guys. If you have fun things that you like about fall and kind of want to take a break from some of the stress that's been going on, tweet us your thoughts. Tweet us things that you like, uh, and remember to rate and review us in iTunes. We appreciate every single one of them. Nina, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. This is fun. 